Hi, Shalin. This is Sydney from South Africa. I came across your website through uh, Sean Cannell. And I must say, this has been like the greatest website I've actually came across. I haven't really started because I had not yet found how to say my message. But the guide, like the one that you shared on the Instagram and Instagram TV, like there's a guide there that says, find your thing. I think that is the greatest creation. Like, thank you very much for that. And I really appreciate it. Well, see you on Instagram, right? (laughs) Thank you very much again. Really appreciate this. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. All right, mom, this one's all you. Branding and your username. And I want to be very clear that we're not talking about your domain name today or even your brand name. Today, we're specifically talking about your username and how that relates to branding. One of the first things that my students ask when they're inside the Marketing Impact Academy, and a lot of you will ask me in social media too, is about your username. Should my username be my product, my service, my company name, or my personal name? Here's the answer. Definitively, you should have both. You should have more than one account on both Facebook and on Instagram. Now, hold up. I know what you're thinking. I don't even have time to do a great job with the one account that I have. Okay, we'll talk about that on another day. We will, I promise you. That really just boils down to a better management system and understanding the value of outsourcing one of those accounts to a virtual assistant. So the two different types of accounts that I think you need, first and foremost, you must have your own name or something that relates to your own name, something close to your own name, something that allows people to remember your name, that's your primary account or your personal branding account on both Facebook and on Instagram. So on Facebook, it is my first name. It's just Shaleen. On Instagram, it is Shaleen Johnson. Secondarily, I have accounts on both Facebook and on Instagram that are specifically to promote either a different business or a different brand. For example, the 131 method or push journals. Now, I won't overwhelm you by sharing with you the myriad. I mean, like I have a ton of different Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts for each one of my brands and each one of my products. I also happen to have a great support staff, but I'm not that interesting. Let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you. As I always say, success does leave tracks. It leaves cues. But those tracks are often from many years ago when things were different, times were different, and those tracks are accumulative. So when we look at what so-and-so is doing, like, oh, wow, that person has five or 10 Instagram accounts. They didn't start off with five or 10. They probably started off with one. So if you had to just pick one, 
My recommendation would be, in terms of your social media, I would build something around your name first. Because ultimately, what you're doing today, I promise you are such an evolved human, you won't be doing that five years from now. And whatever it is you are doing, the reason why people will be interested in it is because of you, not because of the name or not even because of what you're doing. They're just going to believe in it and want to know more about it because they already have a relationship with you. Case in point, yesterday I got a message from a young lady who's a personal trainer. She started her own online academy where she teaches people how to exercise from home. So she's got videos that she uploads and she sells meal plans and fitness programs and she does coaching, virtual coaching, if you will. And her Instagram handle was something very generic. In fact, it's so generic, I can't even remember it. But I know it had something to do like something, something fitness. I think it was like lively fit and active or something like that. But I, in this exact moment right now, like as I'm sitting here, I'm not going to say her name, but I know her name. I know her first name and her last name because the first thing I did was I went and looked at her page and I thought it was great. And then I saw that horrible username and it's a horrible username because I'll never remember it. It's not unique. It's like every other fitness person's name. It's like all these people who've just, I'm sorry, I'm going to call my new students out right now. I'm calling you out right now. And if you're not a student, you're getting this tip for free. I cannot believe the number of people who are using a username that means freaking nothing and no one will ever be able to remember it. Like TLS 1964 mom. What? No, 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 no. That is 101. You need a username that people can spell, people can remember, and ideally one that relates to your name. The reason why I say one that relates to your name is because there's so many people on social media that the chances of your actual name being available are probably kind of slim. That's number one. Number two, part of your name may be difficult to remember or even difficult to spell. So here's some examples. Let's say that your name is Sarah Brown. Well, you could be Sarah Brown TV. You could be The Sarah Brown Show. You could be The Official Sarah Brown. You could be Sarah Brown Downtown. You could be Sarah Brown ain't no clown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just use a piece of your name so that when people do meet you, they're like, oh, you're Sarah Brown. No one in the history of the world has ever said, oh my gosh, do you follow TLS 1965 mom? Crickets. No, that it, it just, it won't happen. And when people meet you in person, which ultimately they will, or they see you speak on a stage or they watch one of your videos, they're not going to say like, oh, okay, so do you know TLS 1965, mom? That will never happen. The likelihood of it happening is so remote that you're handicapping your brand by doing anything in social media with a name no one will remember and has no significance to people who don't know you. Now let me speak to those of you who happen to be in network marketing or you have a business or a brand that you're promoting in social media. Now, I do think it is important for you to have, if you've got the time, so the priority first is an account that is branding you as the individual, the professional individual, like the version of yourself. Like, so I'm not just posting up stuff that would be interesting to my mom and my brother and sister and my family, I'm posting up stuff that would make me as a person attractive as a brand, interesting as a brand, relatable as a brand. It's like, it's who I am, but it's the brand version of me, if you will, right? So that's first and foremost, you gotta have that. You have to have that. 
Y'all, that's a must. Again, I'm not talking about a domain name right now. I'm talking about your username and branding you. Once you have that established, then it makes sense to create what I call either a feature account or your brand account, like your business account, something that's going to attract people to that page who are interested in that type of content, but it might not necessarily be all about you. So for example, if you go to Push Journal, at Push Journal, and by the way, check out these links. They're going to be in the show notes. And it's one thing for me to talk about them, but I want you to actually see what I'm talking about so that you can imagine what it would look like for you. So push journals are the day planner that I use and many successful people use, and we've got micro-influencers using them, and it is a seven-figure business for us. It has its own Instagram page, but the page isn't devoted to just promoting push journals. It promotes content that people who are driven, organized, like to make lists and like to use a daily planner. It's created to target those individuals. And from time to time, yeah, I post up content, or I should say my team, my amazing team. Shout out to Alex. Shout out to Lexi. Shout out to everybody on the team who helps in terms of our social. But they create content specifically that would be interesting to someone who uses a day planner. That's a certain type of individual. And from time to time, we promote our own stuff. But it's not just, hey, here's our push journal. Because if I was just promoting our product, our push journal, that's just not that interesting to people. Even if you already own a push journal and you're a fan of the push journal, like, do you really want to log on to an account every day and see a new image of the same product? It's these same people that I see posting up, like let's say you are in network marketing and your product is essential oils or it's makeup or it's candles or it's, you know, protein shakes or whatever, it's supplements. Posting pictures of those things is not interesting or valuable to the average person. On occasion, it might be interesting, but if you're doing that day after day after day, y'all, we know you're selling us and it's not interesting. And so it's not the algorithm that's working against you. It's your freaking content. Oh, wait, this episode wasn't going to be about content. This episode was about naming. Okay, so let's get back to naming. All right, so you have your accounts that represent who you are, your name or some version of your name. And then in addition to that, you have other accounts that promote your product or service. Remember, that's your second priority. Naming those accounts is very important. Hear me very clearly, because I'm going to have two suggestions for you. One is if you are in network marketing or affiliate sales. And two is if you own the product or service. So let's first start with someone who owns the product. Let's say that you design a t-shirt line and your t-shirts are called SoCal Comfy Cotton. I'm making that up. Ideally, you could use SoCal Comfy Cotton. But again, What you're trying to do is to get people to engage with your page and to want to look at your page and to look at your content. So if every single day you're only posting up your t-shirts, why do I need to go look at it again tomorrow? Because I've already looked at it once and I already know what's up, right? And I've already gone to your website. However, if SoCal Comfy T-shirts tends to create graphic tees with really funny sayings on them, then they know that their target audience is someone who has a sense of humor who loves memes, who loves 
you know, funny quotes, etc. So they could post that type of content. And from time to time, especially in their stories, they could post up the type of stuff that you could buy from SoCal Comfy T-shirts. And it would be ideal, it would behoove SoCal Comfy T-shirts to use their name in their Instagram handle. Why? Because at some point, SoCal Comfy T-shirts might want to sell their company. But let's just say that Amy Brown owns SoCal Comfy T-shirts. Amy Brown can't and won't sell her own Instagram account because that's going to go with her. Even after she sells her t-shirt company, she's going to still own Amy. She is Amy. And now that she's sick of t-shirts and she's ready to get out of that and she's going to sell her t-shirt line, she's probably also going to sell, which is very valuable, the social media that's attached to SoCal Comfy t-shirts. But what she won't have to sell is her own personal Instagram account. And that's really important because she's going to go on to do other things. Another real life example of someone you can see who's done this is the founder of Quest Nutrition Bars, Tom Bilyeu. Tom Bilyeu is the founder and the original creator of Quest Bars. Tom founded Quest Nutrition, I believe in 2010. I might be mistaken on that. Maybe it was even 2013. I know it was over a very short period of time he was able to grow his company to the point where they were earning revenue of over $82 million. And by the end of 2015, the company reportedly had an evaluation of over or nearly $400 million. Ultimately, Tom Bilyeu and his wife, Lisa, sold Quest Nutrition. The company was sold to a private equity firm. And although it's not public knowledge, it is reported that the company was sold for between 900 million and 1 billion, billion with a B, billion dollars. But Tom Bilyeu, he may have sold all the individual Quest, Instagram, and Facebook accounts. Tom Bilyeu maintained his own personal brand. And that's what allowed him to go on to do his next thing. Because I know what you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I had a deal for a billion dollars, I'd be sitting on a beach somewhere. You probably wouldn't. Because if you've got that kind of drive and determination, it's not about money. It's about making an impact. And that's why Tom and his wife, Lisa, then went on to use their personal brands, which they owned and still maintain. They use those to launch a company called Impact Theory, which is a media company. It's very important that you understand you can't sell you. And you also shouldn't market yourself as being a brand. Can you imagine if back in the day when I first got on social media, if I called myself Turbo Girl Shaleen, that would have been so short-sighted. It wouldn't have taken into consideration all of the things that I am, all the things that I want to do, all the things I'm going to do in the future. You want people to come to know you because of who you are, your integrity, not because of the thing that you're doing right now. That's like an added on extension. But you're going to do a lot of other things other than the thing that you're doing right now. So even if your company, now let's talk about those of you who are in network marketing. Some network marketing organizations strongly encourage, they cannot legally tell you what to call your social media, but they strongly encourage you to use their name something that's associated with their product, something that promotes the company in your username. I think that's fine if you want to have a feature account for that, although I wouldn't recommend it. But I think it's a horrible idea, horrible idea that only benefits the company and undermines your 
personal brand when you do that. So use some version of just your name. Now, how do these two things build one another? Well, you can use, as we do with the push journal or home workouts for you, one through one method, push me daily. I mean, all the other accounts that we have that we own that are individual brands and or individual businesses underneath the umbrella brand of Shaleen, those accounts from time to time, we refer back to me. So they link back to me because ultimately you kind of want to know like, okay, well, who's the person behind Quest Nutrition? Who's the person behind this account that talks about natural ways of healing and occasionally, occasionally post up the product that you sell, right? Who's behind this? Because we want to do business with individuals. We don't necessarily want to do business with a faceless brand. We want to know who is behind the brand. That's the other reason why you want to link. Yes, you can link it in the bio, but you want to link it in more ways than that. You want to sometimes have your feature or your business account, refer back to your personal account. You, as the owner of both accounts from time to time, want to jump on stories and say, hey, if we haven't met before, I'm the face and the name behind this amazing account that helps you with natural healing, fill in the blank, whatever it is you do. Swing on over and say hello to me on my personal page. Like, Do that from time to time. Let people know who's behind this. But above all else, remember, first, you. You are the person that people want to connect with. You are the most valuable part of your business. And your personal brand, like even if you are Martha Stewart, it's so much easier to sell a brand versus you as a person. And that's why you need both. That's why it benefits you to do both in terms of social media. Now, in a future episode, we will talk about how you go about outsourcing some of your social media, not all of your social media. Like, frankly, there's a million things I want for you to learn to outsource so that you can focus on the things that make you money. But at a minimum, you've got to learn to outsource some of your social media because I'll just bet, this is just a hunch, that that's where you're spending the majority of your time. And that's not where a business is built. That's where impact is built. But a business is built by doing the foundational pieces, by spending time listening to your customers, by creating freemiums. I know I'm beginning to sound like a broken record, but I hope that those of you who listen day after day or week after week, I should say, that like this is beginning to hit home for you. Like you're really starting to understand, yeah, I get it. And I need help setting these things up. And I've got to just give myself permission to come off of social media so that these things aren't just bouncing around in my head. I'm actually creating a foundation. We just recently closed registration to the Marketing Impact Academy, but we have a live event coming up in May, May of 2020. So mark your calendars for that. That's a live event that you are welcome to attend, even if you're not one of my students. And I suggest that you put it on your goal list for 2020 to get serious about getting there as quickly as possible by investing in someone who can get you there, keep you accountable, and help you to not waste time and money. And that's what we do inside the Marketing Impact Academy. Anyways, if you would like to find out more about how you can grow your Instagram account for free, you can download my free guide by going to shaleen.com forward slash IG hacks. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful. 
especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know. But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz. But you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor. No, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear. And I know you will be too. It can be life-changing and clarity-providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are going to come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's going to be so obvious to you. And it's going to give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right, again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this. 